never underestimate the power you have to take your life in a new direction. This is such a great quote from Germany Kent. It exemplifies our guest today. Welcome to Heal, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Heal. Say hi, Britt. Hi, I'm back. Did you guys Yay. miss me? Britt was gone um, because she had her uh, shot and she wasn't feeling yeah. well, so she just rested at home. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. We are so excited to introduce this guest this week. The reason why I asked him to come on to our podcast is because of his extremely, that's probably the worst word to use, but... <laughs> Super inspirational, positive attitude. Uh, his outlook on life seems to be um, like one of those people, you know, that quote where they say, um, you want to hang around people who feel like sunshine? Mm-hmm. Well, that's our guest today. <laughs> our guest today is Shandi Goins. He is an author. He is a transformational speaker, which I'd love to hear a lot about. Um, He is also a business coach. So all of you people out there who are starting your own businesses or in business that need some help, Shandi might be your guy. Welcome, Shandi. Thanks, Liz. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, Brittany. Absolutely. We're so excited to have you. Yes. Yay! fingers. (laughs) Shandi just did spirit fingers, everyone. And just so you know, it's one of my favorite things to do. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I know it's also a sign language mm-hmm. for hooray or yes. For applause. Or applause. Mm-hmm. Nice. So maybe he was really just clapping for himself. <laughs> <laughs> and as he should. As he should. As he should. So Shandi, yes, uh-huh. thanks again for coming on. And sorry that you're with us because, you know, we are going to be a little cuckoo today. It's Monday. And oh, I love it. Oh, I love woo-hoo. it. Um, I go a little cuckoo on Monday because I teach and at the end of the day, I'm just sort of, my brain feels a little fried, but that's why I love doing this podcast because I feel like I can just sort of talk to adults yes. as much as I love the kids, talk to some adults and learn a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to learn all about you, Shandi. Oh, well, so, thank you so much. You're very <laughs> welcome. Thank you. So I really like to start with um, what, where you came from. How did it all begin? How did you get into transformational speaking and coaching and your book, From Homeless to Greatness? I am dying to know your story. Uh, I haven't uh, read uh, it yet, so I want the abridged version from you, Shandi. Is that okay? That is perfect. Tell us your story. Sure. So people that, that know me, you know, as a transformation speaker, author, trainer, coach, you know, um, when I do corporate chain and they see the business suits, you know, they see the nice shoes, you know, they see me ready to come and teach people business and leadership development. Um, so when I was at the colleges, I would dress up and I remember my students say, man, Sean, you like a million bucks. I want to be like you when I grow up. And I said, hey, man, I said, you know what? It always wasn't this way. And, and it's true, too. I all I was not the entrepreneur. I was not the transformation speaker. I was not the transformation coach trainer every day of my life. What people do not know is I was a stone cold addict, stone cold addict. And, and I come from a family of alcoholics Mm -hmm. and unfortunately people that abuse drugs. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I got into my addiction when I was 16 years old. I started drinking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I started partying, uh, you know, at 19, 20, and I got into the rave scene. I, I got hooked on ecstasy. And then the ecstasy led me to arguably one of the worst drugs in the world to get um, to get stuck on is methamphetamines, crystal oh, meth. Oh, goodness. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Where did so, you grow up, Shandi? Well, I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so I'm a Midwestern boy. Yeah. But I, <laughs> so I left, I left Milwaukee 
to uh, go to California with my mother because my mother wanted to do, she wanted to do a geography because she was in a very toxic, physical, emotional, psychological uh, abusive relationship. So she needed to get out and go she far? get out of there, yeah. And, and you know, he used to beat on me really bad. Oh, and, geez, and so, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, a lot of PTSD was happening and I didn't understand it. So I, until actually I got, I got clean and sober, but I can imagine I'm trying to understand why that's happening first of all, and then trying to forget it ha from happening and becoming addicted mm -hmm. is one way to forget. Yes. Yeah. 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 A lot of, a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the trauma that mm -hmm. happened in, in my early life you know, I, again, I didn't know, but I would numb the pain, you know, mm -hmm. I would put it deep down in my subconscious to where I would forget. And the best way I would forget is to do the drugs and drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking to my, so I'm homeless. It's, 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 it's 1999 mm -hmm. and I'm homeless. Mom mm -hmm. and dad is like, you cannot come here no more mm -hmm. until you get your life together. And the only thing I had at that time was to go to the military. Cause my dad was saying, you need to go to the military, go to the military. And I was like, I don't want to go to the military. Cause I don't even like listening to you. But, <laughs> but when you're homeless. Yeah, you have to, you have to figure it out, right? You, you gotta have to figure something out. Mm -hmm. Because if, if, if Tim can't let me, if Tim cannot let me sleep in his car, if, 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 if Frida can't allow me to sleep in her closet, right? Mm -hmm. If I don't have any money, if I don't have money to bring to my friends that was in their addiction, if I don't have money to bring in the, the meth, the beer, guess what? I'm going on the streets. I'm going to be on the streets, right? And I did that for six whole months. Wow. And finally, I cracked. I said, I'm going to the military, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to the military. I went to the Navy, and it was fun. It was too much fun for me. I can't imagine. <laughs> it was too much fun because... When you send an alcoholic into a service like the Navy, where sailors are known for drinking to the phone, <laughs> we're known for holding our liquor. Yeah. The problem was I didn't hold my liquor well, guys. And I I just crushed, I just destroyed my Navy career because of my addiction, you know. Wow. And um I, I got discharge, you know, it was a other than honorable discharge. And when I came home, I just saw, I saw that look in my dad, you know, at the airport, I could just see disappointment, Yeah. you know, and I, I could feel it. And when I got home, I wanted to put, I put on this facade to my friends, to my family that I was good. You know, mm -hmm. it was a little bump in the road, but I'm good. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. I am going to do the right things. But unfortunately, when you are an addict, you can't think right. Mm -hmm. So my crazy thinking said, I'm going to sell drugs. Oh, that's, that's business. That's right? business, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to sell methamphetamines. Mm -hmm. Everybody in Fremont does meth mostly. Yeah. The problem oh with being... <laughs> <laughs> the problem with being an addict is mm -hmm. sooner or later you become your best customer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. can get my best customer. Yeah, you're not making right? any money. Yeah. I'm not yeah. making any money, right? <laughs> yeah. So again, um, here I am. I'm homeless again. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I'm 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 staying with people, but I'm staying with people that's addicted to that lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately this go around in, in late, in late 2000, guys, I mentally, I couldn't even get a job to even keep a room for rent to, to, to go to friend's house and say, I got the beer, I got the drugs mm -hmm. guys. I was broken, mm -hmm. you know? And when I got on those streets again, I was suffering through the PTSD from childhood trauma. I was suffering severe depression from the, the trauma, the sexual abuse, um, getting kicked out of the Navy, severely mm -hmm. depressed. How old and, were you at this time? I was 20, 23. Mm -hmm. I was so, so young. Yeah. 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 And so um, <clears throat> I had nothing. 
I felt, I felt that I don't, I didn't belong in, in this earth. And, you know, my grandmother died. When my grandmother died in 2000. It just broke me because I was like my angelic soul. It was and one thing after another too. It was one thing happened to another, um, Liz. And I'll never forget on December 9th, um, there were two things that I was going to do. One was going to either, one was going to definitely land me in prison for life. And then the other was, well, I just don't need to be here no more. So I'm just going to end it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget being at my, at my grandmother's grave. And um, I had this big old bottle of Smirnoff vodka. I already been drinking, you know, and I was going to drink it all. And then I was just going to off myself. But I'm going to tell you something. God spoke to me. What happened? God said to me, he said, Shandi, Shandi, this is not the life I created you to live. Right. I created you to be great. I created you to be, to be phenomenal. I created you to serve a mighty nation. I'm sitting there to God. I'm saying, Lord, I greatly appreciate the motivation, but I'm just going to ask you one question. Mm -hmm. How am I going to do all that? And I'm freaking homeless. I got this big old bottle of Smirnoff and I'm high as a kite off of meth. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to help you step into your purpose because your purpose is to take your passion, your energetic spirit and your love to spread inspiration and divine wisdom to help others live a, live a life they love. Right. Mm -hmm. And he says, however, Shandi, I need you to get clean and sober. Right. You can't do you're, that when you're on it. You can't. I cannot do it because I couldn't help myself, mm -hmm. right? And I remember my, my mom was in recovery. My dad was in recovery. So they paved the way, right? Mm -hmm. So I called my mom. I said, hey, mom. I said, does Rita or Joe LaCaria have a bed for me? Those are the, the, uh, the owners of Cura, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget my mom called Rita and said, she called me back and said, um, they have a bed for you, one bed space for you at the new Cura site called Cura North in Oakland, California, mm -hmm. right? So that last, <laughs> that last day, I mean, I slept a lot because I was on a five-day run. I haven't yeah. slept in five days. And my mom put me up in her hotel because she was a general manager at the Hampton Inn in Oakland. And so I woke up the next day, December 10th, right? And my life changed from there, mm -hmm. you know, and, and people always ask me, they say, Sean D, well, well, you was, you was, you was down and out. We didn't know you was a severe alcoholic, severe drug addict. You was at the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. Sean D, how did you get better? Shandy. I need to know that first step. Like, how do you, how, yeah. what does your body go through? What does your mind go through? What happens when yeah. you. That's really home? scary. I, I feel like a lot of addicts uh, are afraid to go through that initial withdrawal period. Um, and that's one of the reasons why they don't seek treatment yes. maybe as soon as they should. Um, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. What was that first day like? Do you remember oh, that first day? Oh, like, I, oh you... I remember. I remember like it was yesterday because mm -hmm. it was not like a 12 step Betty Ford clinic, mm -hmm. right? welcome we love you <laughs> you know you're gonna get better i went to a program that was a, a, a behavioral modification program and it practiced 12 steps but the reason why people get in trouble with their addiction is not necessarily the drug it's that behavior mm -hmm. that they're going through right mm -hmm. being with bad crowd mm -hmm. you know doing the things that are fun when using so a lot of it is your behavior and so it was, a, it was a long-term program where 99% of people that was in recovery there or trying to get recovery, they came from the judicial system. These were people that spent 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years in prison. And obviously when they were out, they were just drugging, selling dope, right? And they go back in. So I'm with all these, these old timers, you know, people that's 10, 20, 30 years older than me. I'm a kid still. And I remember that first day, I ate a, I ate 
a lot of eggs. <laughs> I ate a steak mm -hmm. and then I went to bed, right? And my, my mentor, my peer mentor said, you're going to be on bed rest for three days. You get to kind of like detox and, you know, get some food in your system, you know, and rest up. And then you'll start the process. You'll start the, the, the program. On. I said, that's wonderful, right? Free food. I got, yeah. I got a roof over my head. I'm going to say place I, to sleep. Yeah. Place to sleep. And I yeah. get to eat and, and rest. <laughs> the next day, I go for breakfast and I have, I have the uh, co-director of Cura North named Monica. Now, Monica was my, was, was my uh, mother's little sister in the program. Mm -hmm. So my mother graduated and she's out there working and she got us back, right? Cause she's doing really good. She would come back and serve the addicts who still suffer in the program. Mm -hmm. Monica was one of the one of the females there where she would go to meetings. My, my mother would take her and right. all the other women to meetings, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who Monica was. All I know is this. I got a plate full of eggs. I got me some coffee, black coffee. And here is Monica reading the Oakland Tribune. <laughs> she don't say nothing to me right I, I i get a second plate i'm drinking coffee and and i remember my me my peer mentor said okay sean you can go hit your rack you can go sleep monica goes like this he said she said he ate two two big old plates of of eggs and two cups of coffee hell no nah, he not going to sleep welcome to cura <laughs> What did she think you do? <laughs> Guys, I promise you for 16 months, it, well, no, the first four or five months, I thought I was in boot camp again. I yeah. was like, I yeah. said, I don't, I don't know. But yeah. that's what you probably needed. Oh, that's exactly what I needed. I needed yeah. a kick in the butt. That's and, right. And, and let me, let me just tell you, let me just tell you the first four months that really helped me grow what yeah. I am today. See, people don't understand in order to become great, the higher the goals you want to set, the, 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 the more that you can serve this universe or, or for God or higher source of energy is you got to work. Mm -hmm. You got to work hard. Mm -hmm. You got to have mental toughness. You got to be strong. Like you can't do Jordan. that when you're on drugs. You can't do that you when you're drinking. You can't do too that much. when you're no. under chemical substances. No. And so when they, when they got the dope out of me, I can't. I'm, I'm upset. I'm sad. I'm depressed. I don't have my meth. I don't have my booze. I don't have the ecstasy. It's just Shandy, you know, mm -hmm. and because I was exactly Liz. Yeah. And so, yeah. because I've been, I've been so, so in that dark on that, in that dark world of addiction, since I was 16 years old, I didn't know who the hell I was anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brittany, I had to find out who Shandy was, right? <laughs> Mm -hmm. But I'm in, I'm four months in that cura, and every time I turn around, I'm getting in trouble for something, right? I know. <laughs> and so back then, hey, oh, the yeah. discipline you had to go through, you was writing 10,000 word letters mm -hmm. of, of what you did and how you could become better. Mm -hmm. They would sit you on the bench for an hour, and you can't move. You just sit straight. Uh, it, was, it was crazy, that right? Was crazy. But you know what? I bet you that would help me. <laughs> no, I think I would unlearn a lot of behavior that way. <laughs> it, I think it, so too. It taught Anybody. a lot of yeah. It taught a lot of discipline and it mm -hmm. taught a lot of uh, uh, gratefulness. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, I, I had got in trouble the night before. Right, I was there four months, and uh, uh, um, I almost got into a fight. Right, with one of the other brothers. And Randy, the, the, the director there, who was also my counselor, he said, we got to kick you out. But, but Jack, who was the lawyer, said, no, no, no. He says, do not kick him. I say, he's 24 years old. He going to end up killing himself, right? Mm -hmm. So Jack said, okay, we're going to keep you here. But Randy says, you're going to dig a hole. I'm mm -hmm. like, not the hole. You got to <laughs> dig that hole six feet. That's the, that's the ultimate discipline. Yeah, six feet. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's and, like a grave. It really was. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of symbolism there. You know. 
And oh my goodness. I'm halfway through, guys. Liz, Brittany, mm-hmm. I am pissed. Halfway through, I said, man, forget this hole. And I began to patch it up, right? I storm into Monica's office. I said, I'm not digging that hole no more. She said, you don't dig. I said, I'm not digging that hole no more, Monica. The phone rang and Monica had a conversation with somebody. I don't even know who it was. Mm -hmm. But I remember him saying, "Uh uh-huh, okay. No, you can't can't call the police on him. He's in a a program. No, it's not happening. Okay, y'all talk to him. Bye. So Monica said- Did you get, was that you? No, that was a former roommate of mine. Yeah. Bless me to let him what let to let me stay with him, mm-hmm. but I was so addicted to that meth, ladies. I mm-hmm. I slowly took CDs from him and I sold them, and he had found out months later that mm. Sean D bamboozled me. So he found out that I was in cure and call says he stole from me. I want mm-hmm. my money back or I want my CDs back. No, Sean D, you're in the program. Mm-hmm. No, he's in the program. Yeah. And so Monica relayed the message to me. I'm thinking, damn, I'm about to go to jail. I'm about to go to jail. Yeah. I said, how much, how much time am I going to serve? She's, she just sat there and read, and she's writing. She says, she didn't even look up. She says, you ain't serving no time as long as you're a Kira. You're going to dig that hole. You just took the word. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been digging that hole right after yeah, that. Yeah, I would have been like, well, never mind. I'll Where's my shovel? <laughs> My next words was, okay, I'm going to go ahead and dig that hole. <laughs> I love that story. So here's the thing. This is the transformation part. Mm-hmm. I had to go through hell. I had to go through hell yeah. to come out to the light. Mm-hmm. So I dug that hole. I passed it up. I did my 10,000 words. And I began to really find myself and I really began to see why did Shani get addicted? Like what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, it was from all the trauma, all the people that I've done harm to, right? And the thing about recovery, 12 steps, they tell you, you know what? We, you do recover. All the bad stuff you did, if you forgive yourself, Believe me, you'll you'll release a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you forgive others, you know. Um, but in that fifth month, I had an epiphany that I said, you know what? I actually came out of darkness. I beat sadness. I beat severe anger issues. And I realized that these other people that's in the recovery you know, they got seven, eight months clean. I see people doing good, right? And I said, man, you know what? I think I could do this, you know? And then when I, when I made that decision that, you know what? I'm not going to let nothing stop me now. For that remainder time of 16 months, I learned how to, I learned, I learned how to take your Shandy first. I built the mental toughness mm-hmm. I needed to be in recovery now right? Because yeah. all I had was my mind and my higher power and my people that supported me, right? Mm-hmm. My, 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 Randy, who was my counselor, said, Sean D, said, you're doing good in recovery. He said, this is what I want you to do. He says, I just don't want you to hang around people in recovery. I want you to start hanging around with normies. Normies are people who are normal. They don't, they don't do drugs or alcohol, right? We call it normies. I don't know anyone who doesn't do drugs or alcohol, but maybe now I know you, Shandi. I'm not going to rattle anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, thinking, do I know a normie? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone. Everybody no. knows. Yeah, so Everybody were... got something going on. <laughs> yeah. So... Randy said, I want you to hang around people that's going to help you get to where you are, where you want to be. Because Randy saw greatness in me before I saw greatness in me. And Randy said, I want you to go to college. I want you to go to college. He said, Sean, he says, you don't have felonies like like a lot of us do. So a lot of us, we can't get 
any kind of job. You know, he says, you've never been to prison. You've never been to jail. You're a good kid, you know? And I listened to Randy because Randy was my hero. Randy mm-hmm. helped, helped us all, you know? So I went on to college and I met people that were at a higher level than me and people that was on my level, but we want to go to the next level, right? Mm-hmm. So guys, everything that I learned in recovery, I got that associate's degree. Then I got a career in higher education. Mm-hmm. Then I started making more money. I didn't have a nine, I, I didn't have a job. I had a career for the first time in my life. How did that feel? Liz, I felt like I belonged. Yeah. I felt like God was right. I, I really am made, I think I am made for greatness, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as I began to continue my education, I got the bachelor's degree. I was helping people recovery now. I'm, I'm helping these kids that want to go to college, right? Then I go ahead and get the master's degree and I started getting promoting my company companies and stuff, right? I started a business, you know? Um, they said, they said, Shandi, they said, man, you would be a great speaker. I says, I don't, what? <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> like talking to people like that. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but, but God, but God said, I'm your purpose. You're going to help other people change their lives through your speaking abilities, through your, your motivational training. Right. And then the book later on. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so my journey I had to, I had to, I had to die. I had yeah. to kill that old Shandi. Yeah. So the new Shandi could be born. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole experience allowed me to really over the, well, from 2000 and 2002, because I got some clean time, you know, I started giving back to the people. Yeah. So now I've been able to serve tens of thousands of people, people in recovery, professionals, entrepreneurs, speakers, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I cried every time I accomplished something, every degree that I earned, I cried. Mm-hmm. The reason why I cried is because it was to pay homage to those that helped me get clean and sober, you know, mm-hmm. and the reason why you go through all that stuff in Cura is because life doesn't change because you change. Yeah. So people die in my recovery. I lost my father. He was murdered in 2004 oh, by geez. a so-called best friend. Something like that usually will take an addict out. I didn't. My yeah. mother died a decade later in 2014 at stage four pancreatic cancer. Oh. Now that right there, that that right there sent me back out. So I, I, I did relapse. I relapsed. And what happened was uh, April 1st, April, no, sorry, March 31st, of 2019, I died for about three minutes from alcohol poison. Wow. Right. I was revived at the emergency room. But April 1st, I went through detox. I had to get myself clean again. I had to go, I had to start over, start, the start from over. the beginning. So was start it a process of starting from the beginning? And oh. yes. Wow. And, and, you know, I was able to come back. Yeah. Guys, yeah. I was able to come back better than ever. What an inspirational story for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Especially since, you know, I know like this past year has been really hard for a ton of people. Um, I know I myself kind of like grappled with an alcoholic dependency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if I would so so far to say that I was addicted necessarily, but I was definitely super dependent on it, especially in the early days of quarantine, just being sure. like, well, there's nothing else to do. So it's 5 p.m. to make a couple of drinks and then yeah. go to bed at some point when I've had enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it was nice to kind of, uh, I did most of dry January for January this year. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, um, it was very instrumental in thinking about the way that I recognize my relationship with alcohol Mm -hmm. uh, and it helps a lot. So just knowing that, you know, you can kind of like you've relapsed in 2019 and then 2020 happened. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you've, you're now here saying like, I feel better than ever. I'm, it's really amazing, you know, cause I, I don't know. We all went through some really tough shit and like, 
to have you say that you feel stronger now, despite all of that is just really amazing to me. It is. Yeah. A huge blessing. You know, I've been clean Mm -hmm. as of April 1st, 2021, I celebrated my two year um, recovery, you know, two two year anniversary uh, of being clean and sober. And it's just, it's such a blessing to get back humble. I had to humble myself and be grateful, you know, um, and what, what, I, what I like to tell people all the time is this right here. No matter what you're going through, I don't care if it's a death in your family, I don't care if you got chronic illnesses, you can tell you 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 could you could you can take any setback. A set a setback is just a setup for a comeback. That's right. <laughs> I love right. that. It's so true. I mean, we get okay. to we wallow a lot in the negativity of what's happening to us all the time. And yes. when you actually just step back for a moment and you become more aware of what's happening around you and sort of detach yourself emotionally from it, if you can, or just mm-hmm. detach from it for a second, maybe not yes. emotionally all the time, but just for a yeah. second and look at it and say, like objectively and say, okay, this is happening for a reason. What right. am I going to learn from this more so than why is this always happening to me? Yes. You know, nothing's happening to you. You have the choice. You choose. That's right. You choose. Yeah. You choose. So, yeah. I mean, I know addiction is is tough though. It's a grip and, and it has people tight. And, and, and mm-hmm. I know it's a choice when you choose to drink, choose to use, but I can't imagine that it's, a, that it's, that it's easy to not. If that's why it's right. an addiction. You know, right. I, I understand that completely. And I don't want anyone to think that I'm, when I say you choose, you know, <laughs> you are in control, but I know that you're not. I know yeah. that you're that you that there's a level of not being in control when it comes mm-hmm. to addiction, um, but I guess what I was trying to start to say was, if you just detach yourself from the the incident, the situation, the negativity, whatever's happening, and you say, why is this happening? What am I going to learn from it? Then your mind right. is actually in mu- a much better place. That's mm-hmm. right. Amen. Instead of being the victim all the time, saying, mm-hmm. um, "Brittany and I again, we were just laughing about the universe." being mean to us we're the one who's we're the one putting out the negative thoughts about you know like like we're the we talked about this on one of our other podcasts too we put that out there and that's what comes back and so then when you start to notice the negative you might be like okay what do I need to change probably my thought process Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Shandi like you were like no this is it I'm gonna do better I'm gonna do good and you did you did amen thank you you did (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So we're going to take a real quick break, but when we come back, I want to talk about what you're doing now, because I want everyone to hear about, first of all, you told us all of the stuff that you've gone through, like your sure. life was not easy, period, mm-hmm. period. Um, but when they, when they come back, they're going to be like, is this the same guy like, <laughs> this guy before the break? Because what you're doing now, I think is going to be um, such a difference from what where you came from and for people to hear what you're doing now there's so much hope there's so much hope sure. inspiration and all of that stuff Absolutely. so we'll take a real quick break and we'll be right back and we're back and you guys you're not even going to believe this but during the break we were chatting a little bit and I was talking to Shandi and I said to Shandi these people who are listening <laughs> they're not even going to know or think that it's the same person because we're gonna now talk about what he's doing now. You heard the backstory. You heard all of the stuff that he's gone through. Talk about honoring your past so then you can heal and move forward and live in the present. Sean D is a huge example of that. So Sean D, are you ready? Yes, I <laughs> Are am. you ready? I am ready. <laughs> I would love for you to tell us and everyone who's listening about what you're doing now, after all of that hardship that you've gone through, what do you do now to help yourself to continue to stay in recovery and, and healthy? And what are you doing to help others? Because I know you're doing a lot to help help others. Absolutely. So, you know, being back in recovery, it's all about, you know, helping myself first and foremost, um, loving myself, having that, that self-care, um, and, you know, the first go around in recovery, I did 12 steps, you know, I would do AA and NA and I would, you know, get a sponsor and work the steps. And, um, that was, that was, that was Sean D in his twenties, mm-hmm. you know, early thirties. 
when I got clean April 1st, 2019, I was a different man. I was 40, well, 40, 41. Mm-hmm. I have two children. I have a five-year-old who thinks he's 30 years old. Oh my goodness. Okay. Do you know that I teach kindergarten? So I'm like I, the yeah. five-year-old. Oh, did I say to you on Facebook, do you need help? I can help you. I you did. Yeah. You did. <laughs> you sure did. I'm still here. Offer still stands. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. Oh man, I greatly appreciate it. Um, but I got into I, I dove deep into meditation and mindfulness. I actually hey. learned it when I was in, I learned it when I was in detox a couple of years ago. Mm. Yeah. And I, I said, you know what? I said, here's the thing. 12, step is one, 12, 12 steps is only one school of thought mm-hmm. to get clean and sober, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I like to quiet my mind and spirit, right? Because I really needed that for my recovery, because I am a speaker, because I am motivational, because I do transfer lives. I use this a lot. Mm -hmm. I use my mouthpiece, right? What I found out, now this is going to shock you. What I found out though, speaking was actually a trigger for me. Mm. Speaking was a trigger because I would go, now this, I did it in my addiction. I would go speak and I would just woo the college students. I would woo the entrepreneurs, right? And I get this, I, I get this rush and I get happy and I'm like, I did it, I'm changing lives. <laughs> I'm the best transformational speaker in the world. Tony Robbins, look out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And did I you feel say, like, did you feel like I did such a great job? I deserve a reward. Like I'm going to reward myself. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. what I did. I would mm-hmm. drink my mm-hmm. my drink my butt off, ladies. I worked hard. I'm gonna play hard. Yeah. I'm gonna play hard. And 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 that was killing me. And so when I got in recovery, I said, I have to be very careful. I said, because when I'm going to meetings, people want to say, how did you do it? And I want to share with people and help people out. But I says, I got to be careful doing that. But this go around, I said, I'm going to quiet myself, mm-hmm. right? I learned to quiet my mind, my body, my spirit. And when I was in that space of being serene and at peace with myself, when I do help people with speaking, when, when consulting and, tr- and training, um, it, it, it made me more powerful, right? but it, it created a lot of peace and balance into my life. Mm-hmm. So, um, Wait, did help- everyone hear that? He practiced meditation. Hey, <laughs> it's, a, it, it's a game changer. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. Hey, yes. I'm not yes. yet converted just because I can't. I, Don't my say mind can't. is never quiet. Your mind is not always going to be quiet during meditation. It's not about yeah. quieting your mind. It's about noticing your distractions. Mm-hmm. And when you notice your distraction, distraction, you just come on back to your focus. Yeah. <laughs> I can speak that language now. Exactly. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and you develop a lot of compassion for yourself and others when you meditate. You develop a lot of patience and calm inside. Yeah. You develop a lot of uh, organizational and memory things. It really helps to heal the prefrontal cortex. I wouldn't say heal, but strengthen. Mm-hmm. Lots of benefits. Go on, Chandi. Yes, <laughs> awesome. So, you know, and obviously supporting people, you know, giving back, you know, with the business and business coaching and Again, God will, the universe will bring you back to your purpose, right? Because that's, everybody was created for something, you know, mm-hmm. your, your purpose is what's, is what's in your DNA. It's within you. That's who you are at the core, right? And, and, and so God quiet the spirit. God said, I want you to get off YouTube. I want you to get off Facebook. I want you to get off Instagram. And I just want you to focus on TikTok. I love it. I love that. I say, I, I say more. I, I didn't say, know God knew about TikTok. Well, let me tell you, I'm not surprised. He probably invented it. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> and I said, okay. I said, I'm, I'm done arguing with you. I'm, I'm done doing it my way. My way mm-hmm. don't work. So we going to TikTok. Let's go to TikTok. And when I went, when I went to TikTok, I was still business coaching. You know, I still was getting clients and. Um, Something happened, God, ladies. 
I'm, I'm on TikTok and I started to serve people and a lot of them just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I had realized that, Shani, what you're doing, you have a bigger following now than just people that are in business, entrepreneurs, people mm-hmm. that's uh, solo entrepreneurs and people on you know different social media platforms. And God was speaking to me and he says, I put you in business because I wanted to take you full circle. And I said, Lord, what you talking about? He said, I got you clean and sober, right? I said, yes. I said, I, I got, I, I helped you unleash your number one gift, speaking, yeah? I helped you unleash your second gift, which is writing or storytelling. By the story, I would say storytelling. <laughs> um, and he said, now I want you to come back to the original dream that you had when you was in recovery. I said, remind me, Lord. He said, you wanted to create... <laughs> You want to create thousands of inpatient recovery programs across the nation. I said, Lord, I did. That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) He says, guess what? I said, what? He said, it's time. He said, it's time. So are you doing that? Well. Oh, this is exciting. A couple couple months ago, I made the conscious decision to go back to school and they become a licensed marriage and family therapist. Oh, I was going to ask you about that credential that I saw on your <laughs> Facebook page. That's awesome. Wow. I, I greatly appreciate it. You know, I have, I have two therapists, both of them are marriage and family therapists. And um, what, I, what I wanted to do is, am I great right now? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I need a license to, to open up a recovery inpatient outpatient program, sure. But I wanna serve people at the highest level because mm-hmm. the more education I have, the more resources I have, right? I can serve the addicts and still suffer, right? Mm-hmm. I was powerful back in 2003 and I was a freshman in high school, I mean, a freshman in college. Yeah. Right. I got a master's degree in leadership. I'm about to get the, about to get the master's to become a licensed marriage family therapist. What that means, ladies, is I'm about to serve. I can serve the addicts that still suffer and people that are stuck in, that that want to get recovery. I can serve them at the highest level as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so God says, Sean D, I want you to I want you to put down the business coaching. <laughs> okay. He says, I want you to really focus on. I want you to get a position. In, in the field of substance abuse, community social services. And I said- That makes sense to me. It made sense, but I told everybody in the world a couple, uh, three years ago, I says, I'm never gonna work for nobody else. Uh, I'm yeah. an entrepreneur. Yeah. But God says, look, look, here's the thing. You have to work for an organization that is going to be a supervisor to get your hours for practicum. Because mm-hmm. in your second year in your, in your marriage and family, uh, uh, career as a student, you got to have your, you got to start your practicum in the second year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I got blessed guys. I got blessed become um, an employment representative at a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just going to tell you that was a huge blessing because it was really hard to get back into the industry because I, because I haven't done counseling in so many years. Mm-hmm. Right. But I got blessed and that is, I get to serve people that's coming out of prison, people with people with mental mental, uh, mental health issues, and I help them uh, prepare for a job. That's right? fabulous. And and I help them, I help them uh, create a blueprint for success. I for love their that. Lives, right? And mm-hmm. and and so what's really great about it is the you know I went on to, I went to TikTok for a reason. Now I've been serving thousands of people that are that are addicts or people that's in recovery. Mm-hmm. And my mentor, she texts me one day and this is the game changer. She says, Shandy, I'm curious. How come you're not serving people that you truly want to serve long-term? How come you're not providing your, your coaching training services? I, I was just going to ask you that question. So I was literally sitting here thinking, cause my, this is, all right, so this is how my brain works. You're talking about your, and I'm like, why isn't he combining his coaching with his, no, 
And then I was going to say, I have a business idea for you. Ah! But I, didn't wanna, I was just going to keep shut, shut it, shut it down, Liz, yeah. you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. go on. Yeah. So that's, you know, and, and, and that's, that's what, uh, all, you know, the, the universe pays for action. The universe wants you to be successful. It wants it, you to be successful. You got to take right? action. You can't just wish and dream. You and act as to, if you have to take action towards your you, goals. You have to do it. You have to do that. And and I came full circle mm-hmm. because guess what? I had 11.6 followers out of nowhere. You want to know <laughs> why? It's because I'm serving my tribe. Yeah. I'm suffering people with mental health. I'm suffering, I'm, I'm serving people that's our that's in recovery. I'm serving people that want to get in recovery, but they just they're not ready yet, you know. Mm-hmm. And now I'm serving them. Now I'm coaching them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm coaching them how to write a book. I'm coaching them. You got a story to tell. You got a story to tell. Hell yeah. Everyone has a story right? to tell, especially some. And that's the other thing I wanted to say earlier about when you were talking and you were talking about going through hell. It's like, it's like, it's almost like the people who go through the deepest and darkest have the yes. most to teach others. I could be wrong there, but it just seems like the people who go through it all and then come out the other end and choose to help mm-hmm. and teach others have so much to teach. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's almost as if they went through that hell so they could be there for those people at the end. Yeah, Absolutely. That, that type of pillar, you know, for people to lean on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's I thought about that uh, uh, several years ago. I was talking to my mentor just about that. I says, man, it seemed like the, the top trainers and speakers and coaches, they all had a dark story, you know, and, and they, because of that story or that journey allowed them to really help people I agree. Ac- across, across the globe. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, people, people now follow me on TikTok, you know. You've got to give out your handle on TikTok so friends can follow. <laughs> So it's doctor, so dr underscore inspiration, and that's how you'll find me. So at doctor underscore inspiration, love for you to be a part of the tribe. You can be anybody from any background. Yeah. If you want, if you want inspiration, if you want to transform your life from the inside out, I got the nuggets. I got the golden nuggets for you. We're here to help everybody. We're definitely here to help the addicts and still suffering people that's in recovery. Um, I'm here to serve and I had the blueprint for success for you. I love that. Ooh, and so yeah. Britt and I, Britt and I just fought, started following. So I can't start, can't, I cannot wait to start watching. I mean, yeah, watching. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sure. I'm like, do you watch? T- I know, I know, I know. I, know. I want TikTok all the okay. time. You're getting with the times. You have a TikTok at least. Yes. I have an account. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay, so Shandi, we're not going to have friends come visit you on Facebook. We're mainly in TikTok. That's where they can find you. Yes. Is And so um, I almost just said, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that's on the, the teacher, teacher, teacher voice. Ready? Boys and girls. Boys and if girls. you would like to read Shandi's book, it's called From Homeless to Greatness. And what a great title. It's amazing. You can find it on Amazon. I'm going to. Hey, are you on Audible by chance, Shandi? Not yet, but the 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 third book. What? The third, third book. book What's the second in, one? <laughs> ah, from Homeless Greatness is Shandi Goin story. That was What's my the first one. <laughs> um, I did an ebook years ago, um, called um. It's been so so long ago. I can't remember the door, the door title, that's, guys. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Sorry to put you on the spot, but no, it's okay. It's, it's All, okay. Nothing but love from us. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so from from homeless to greatness. I I I have I have to tell you, Shandi, um, and I probably have said this to Britt many times. I have a hard time reading books and comprehending them. I have to listen to them or have the actual book and highlight and take notes. It's just something that. I learned, I knew, I realized myself as a learner and I had to go to college and I got my master's degree and that was hard. Mm. I know. Tell me about it. Lots of reading. <laughs> I almost didn't even feel like finish my bachelor's because of all the reading and the writing. Same here. Yeah. Hard. Yep. <laughs> but we did it. Um, yes. 
Okay, so people can find you on TikTok because you're super inspirational. That's the whole reason why I had you on here. That's why I wanted to have you on the podcast. I wanted people to hear your story and understand that I don't give a crap what you're going through. It could be yeah. worse. Um, sorry, that sounded really heartless. <laughs> <laughs> what I, what I do, sorry. What I do believe is that everyone does go through their own shit. And whether it seems like mine is worse than yours or yours is worse than mine it's not it's our own mm-hmm. so mine is bad because it's my own and yours yes. is bad because it's yours and Brit's is bad because it's hers mm-hmm. it's it's our own stuff that we're going through and it, and we really can't compare each other's stuff but Absolutely. hearing your story and knowing what personally I have gone through mm-hmm. it certainly puts things into perspective Yes. Yes. My life wasn't yes. the easiest, but was it awful? No. Yes. No, it wasn't. Um, and to know that you can take everything that you've gone through and turn it around, um, including an addiction, which I think is probably. It's probably one of the hardest hard. things to overcome, I would say. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that you not only have overcome this addiction and um all the hard things that you've been through now that you're giving back to that same community, that is really, I mean, we talk about honoring our past. That is like the best way to do it. And you're not shying away from it. You're not ignoring it. You're not pretending that it never happened. You wrote a damn book about it. Right. (laughs) You're taking these really hard lessons and you're helping other people maybe not have to learn those the same way you did, um, which I think is really cool. Absolutely. Thank you. It's amazing. So what do you think is next in your future? What do you think you want to do other than supreme, like TikTok, TikTok supremacy? Is that a word? I don't even know what I'm talking about. He's going to take over the TikTok world, but wait a minute. Wait till I I get on there. Uh (laughs) Oh, y'all watch out. Uh Oh, here I come. I've got no posts, (laughs) no followers. We all got to start from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, you know, I'm going to be helping people, you know, not just in their business anymore, but, but their, you know, their marriage and, yep. and, and, and their, and their family, um, yeah. obviously with, with addiction and, and mental health, you know, yeah. uh, a lot of, a lot of addicts are, are dual diagnosed and they don't even know it, you know? Um, so those are the people I'm, I'm going to be serving. Those are, are really my target audience. But be, now here's the thing. Because TikTok, you only get one minute to do a video. You only okay, get one minute. Okay, good to minute. know. Good to know. Okay? <laughs> Just kidding. I so <laughs> I, I, I realized that people saying, man, Sean, your information is great. Only got a minute, you know. And I made a decision because one, one, one of my favorite people um, on TikTok said, can you please get on YouTube can you YouTube so you can start you can have long a long you can start doing longer videos because I want to get the golden nuggets from you. Yeah. Did you say so, here's my fee? <laughs> Just kidding. Just my Venmo kidding. is this. <laughs> yeah. I, I have PayPal, Venmo. I have PayPal, Venmo. <laughs> I take credit cards through I take credit cards. Um, so you know, you can you can you can also follow me on YouTube. My mm-hmm. YouTube handle is Shandy Goings, the um, from homeless to greatness, uh, the Shandy Goings story. Mm-hmm. You can find me on YouTube, and we're gonna be doing some videos on there to help others step That's into great. a phenomenal being. It's okay Absolutely. to come back to it. It's okay to go back yeah. to the you go back to mm-hmm. what helps your 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 people, your yeah. you and your mm-hmm. your clients or your or your followers, whatever you want to call them, people who yes. who believe in you and your word. It's mm-hmm. okay to go back, Shandy. Just, you yes, know, boundaries. <laughs> Whatever was keeping you away, just yeah. like like Facebook, you know? If, right. it's, <laughs> if it's a time suck, then you set boundaries. Yeah. If in fact there's too much negativity, then you block them. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Or just yeah, don't exactly. go on. But if you feel like you need to go back to it because it is beneficial in reaching more people, mm-hmm. then you just have to set it up so it works for you. Yes. And you're yeah. not working for it. That's right. You yeah. know? Amen to that. Is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners about how they can get in touch with you? TikTok, YouTube, I, um, yep. 
we mentioned your book. I'll mention it one more time. You can get this on Amazon. It's called From Homeless to Greatness. Is it the Shandi yeah, Boyne's from, story? Yep, From Homeless oh, to Greatness, the Shandi okay. Boyne's story. Thank you, Shandi. And, and um, yes. You can you can reach me via email at shandigoins23 at gmail.com. Nice. And, and it's S-H-A-U-N-D-I-G-O-I-N-S. Mm-hmm. We'll have this all in the show notes. Too. Yeah. yeah. 23. Number, yep. Number 23 at gmail. Yeah. Thank you, Shandi. Yeah, absolutely. This is amazing. This is Isn't it crazy? I can't wait to read the book. Yeah, this is one of the best conversations I think we've had. No shade to all of our other guests. No, we love them too. This is really incredible. And it I think it really helped me put a lot of a lot of my life into perspective. So thank you. Oh nice, Britt. Don't cry. I will give you a hug if you need it. Okay. Oh, you are so welcome. (laughs) So you know, we end up closing the show with three questions for the guest. Are you ready? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Okay. When you're at your most peaceful, what is it that you are doing? When I'm at my most peaceful, I'm hanging around, I'm hanging out with my son and I'm hanging out with my, my queen, you know, and yeah. we're, we're, we're just watching. Nice. Yeah. We're just watching our favorite shows on Netflix or Hulu or Disney channel. Any recommendations? <laughs> For everyone who's watched all of Netflix already? Oh, Lord Jesus. Um, right? There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> all right. You don't have to answer that one. That's not one of the questions. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So other than your own awesome book, is there another book that you would recommend to the listeners that is your favorite book, whether it's a self-help book or a motivational book, inspirational book? self-improvement book would you recommend any yeah i would i would recommend awaken the giant within by tony robbins oh i love tony robbins love tony because tony robbins tony robbins was a huge a huge inspiration for me to become a speaker mm-hmm. you know because i you know in my younger days i want to be i want to be like tony robbins when i when i grow up and i i just feel that tony covers every aspect of your life professionally personally spiritually you know he's the guy and that book gives so much success gems for every aspect of your life and i believe that is a phenomenal book to to start with i'm gonna guess that you probably did see i'm not your guru did you see that oh yeah the best the best show to, to watch on netflix is I'm not your I'm not your guru by Tony Robbins. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. It was good, wasn't it? It was really good. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I love him. All right. I would love to see him, but you know, I don't know. So expensive. We'll get there. We'll get there together. <laughs> this podcast is making me millions. <laughs> dollar, dollar, dollars. <laughs> Maybe once I get on TikTok, it'll make me millions. All right. Exactly. <laughs> now talking about dollars <laughs> the dollars that i'm making on my podcast um if money were no object would you still be doing what you're going to be doing or are doing or would you be doing anything else money is not an object i'd always like to think money's never an object if you're doing what you love just do it and the money will be there when you need it that's what i think if money was not an object i i would I would do everything for free. That's what a lot of people say. I would do everything for free because money is not, not an issue. And geez, and those people need it the most. The people who are suffering right now need it the most. They don't have the money to pay for services yeah. like that. I would, I would help. I would start, um, I would start Blueprint for Success. That's my signature coaching program. Yep. But I would have Blueprint for Success like universities, you know, mm. for, for all ages. Cause I want to help people step into their, step into their greatness. But I have a, I have a burning desire to stop sex trafficking. Oh my! I would use, I would use endless resources to, to get those evil folks out of, out of, out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, with, with the poverty, I just, I would, my goal is to would serve, 
it would be nice to serve billions of people. Billions. Billions and help country, uh, leaders in countries that run countries to say, hey, everybody deserves to be equal. There, there's enough food and there's enough money on this earth to feed the world five times over. Yeah, it's funny that you bring that up because I never really, I never thought of this question myself. I don't, you know, it's, I was thinking of the questions because so, mm-hmm. all right. So I always have to look the questions up. So I'm like, what are the questions? I always forget the questions, but there are three easy questions. And then yeah. when I was writing them down today, I was like, I never thought of this question for myself, the one with the no money. I mean, mm-hmm. if money wasn't, and I, and it's funny that you bring up um, poverty because I kept thinking yeah. to myself, I would want to feed every child who is hungry, yes. period, yeah. and family, yeah. you know, yeah. like yes. just give them the food that they need, teach mm-hmm. them how they can like do for themselves too. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yes, we I, just need to, we just all need to get money now, right, Britt? Right. So we can do yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. What were you going to say, Brittany? Oh, nothing. I was just going to get up on my uh, socialist soapbox, but I'll say <laughs> uh, I know is that's it, right. Is it going to be <laughs> controversial? No, no. It's just, this is a very nice podcast. I don't, I don't want to get angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be angry and make change. Yes. But don't get angry at me. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Never. No, but I understand where, where your mind is probably going. There's just so much change that needs to happen in yeah. this country in general. Yeah. Well, it's just and like I, there are people who money, money's not an option. I mean, it's it's not a thing for them. They're and they're not doing billion, it. Billionaires, millions and millions and millions and billions yeah. of money and dollars that um, they could easily be country. helping others. <laughs> Uh-oh. Again, what did you what did you say? They could do something with that money that's not Absolutely. buying a huge house. So yes. again, I'll get down. It's true. But you know what, you guys, we're all going to work really hard and we're going to do what we can to help people. Exactly. That's what our job is. Mm-hmm. One angelic soul at a time. Yeah. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. It has been so nice to talk to you, Shandi, and I finally Thank officially you. meet you sort of in person. Right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Your story Thank is you. absolutely amazing. And yeah. I, I think that Brittany, I speak for Brittany, but since she doesn't speak on the podcast and I speak over her all the time, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say that I think that this probably was a super inspirational and probably very timely in the sense that put everything into perspective. Like just mm-hmm. put it all into perspective. What's important, what's not. Mm-hmm. So I'm very grateful for you, for your time, for your story, for your hardships, for your successes. I'm very grateful that I know you. Me um, too. And I'm very grateful that you spent time with us this afternoon Mm -hmm. on our podcast. Yeah. It's a real pleasure. Thank you, ladies. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, of course. All right, guys. We will come back with our reflection question, Britt. Mm -hmm. And then we'll sign off after that. Have a great day. Thank you so much for returning and listening to our podcast today. What an inspirational story that was, wasn't it, Britt? Mm-hmm. That was really amazing. Um, I can't believe all the things that that Shondi has experienced in his life. And it really, you know, got me thinking, um, you know, listeners, you guys out there, uh, we love hearing about inspirational stories. So if you have anybody in your life um, that you want to shout out, you know, share their story with us, um, you know, let them know that you're thinking about them. Uh, email us at talk to heal podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's talk to heal podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd really love to hear about it. So all stories, you know, great and small, please send them in. And if you're, and if you don't feel comfortable giving someone's story away for them, you can simply just mention their name to us and we'll give them a shout out on our next episode. Yeah. Let them know that you're thinking of them and that you, they are an inspiration to you. Mm-hmm. So remember just what Britt said, talk to heal. I'm sorry. What is it? What is our email? <laughs> talk to talk heal. Podcast. Oh, you got to leave it to the young that. kids. They remember everything. <laughs> Us old ladies don't remember a damn thing. Talk to heal <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. All right. So thanks again for listening until next time. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe and live a life that's filled with ease. Bye. See you later.